What's going on? Welcome to episode one of the Hydro Mind podcast. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about surfing lifestyle design. My name is Kyle Russ, and I'm from the west coast of Canada. I grew up surfing my entire life. And what is surf lifestyle design? So I see a lot of lifestyle brands out there, surfing lifestyle brands. And usually what that means is they sell hats and t-shirts and they just market them to surfers. So that doesn't really have anything to do with your surfing lifestyle. So what I'm talking about is lifestyle changes, fitness and all that kind of stuff that's gonna improve your performance in the water, that's gonna allow you to surf longer, have more freedom and all that stuff that improves a surfing lifestyle. So, like I said, my name is Kyle Ross from the west coast of Canada, I surfed all my life, but the way this all started, the way I have this information, it's because in my early 20s when I entered the workforce, I took a job that required me to travel away from the coast. So it was great because I was making more money, I had a lot more time off, I was able to take the amazing surf trips that I've always wanted to but couldn't afford. But all that time out of the water smoked my endurance and killed, killed my performance in the water. So I'd go on these awesome trips, spend a ton of money, and I'd just I'd be out there getting crushed. And so I was forced into a position where I felt like most people in that circumstance either have to choose between their career or their passion. It's hard to have both um, before, but I just, I just was so committed. I didn't want to choose between that or the other. So I figured out ways to stay in shape for surfing out of the water and I've struck gold. I've been doing it for over 10 years now and I have a lot of systems and programs that do exactly that. So allow you to perform in the water no matter what your situation is. So getting started in this episode one, I want to cover what I call the five pillars of surfing lifestyle things that I'll be talking about as we go forward on this journey together. So number one, and this is the most important one to me, is how to catch more waves. So the goal of surfing is always to catch more waves. Yes, we want to have more fun. Yes, we want to be happy, healthy, all that stuff. But surfing, it's not called floating or paddling. It's called surfing. So being on waves is the goal always. So more is better. And also, if you're getting your share of the waves, you're more likely to share the waves with the other people, so it makes surfing as a whole better. So it's not just about you, it's about everyone. So everyone needs to catch their waves, right? So more waves, to me, is about paddle strength. Paddle strength is the most important foundational skill of all waves ever caught, because if you think about it this way, in order to catch even one wave, you need to be able to paddle. If you want to catch lots of great waves, you got to have great paddle strength. So that's the baseline. So you can think of that as your vehicle, all the, all the muscles that... Um, build your paddle strength. And this was the first one that I hit on. So when I first started traveling away from the coast, I went back to my home break on one of the biggest swells there and I nearly drowned. Long story short, I just got caught inside, took three of the biggest waves of the year on the head and I didn't have the breath hold time, I didn't have the endurance and I, it was such a long paddle out that by the time I got almost all the way out past the break, I was completely dead, massive set rolled through and wiped me out. I've never, that's the first time in my life First and only time I felt, I had that thought in my mind that, oh shit, I'm gonna drown. And if another wave had come, there's three waves. If it was even four, um, I might not be here making this podcast, but it was that moment. So after that, after I got held down by three waves, I was completely out of energy, had no oxygen. I was just laying on my board limp and I let myself get washed in, ended up on the rocks, damaged my board, got banged up a little bit, but I was okay. Mostly just banged up my ego. And that was the fresh start for me. And I look back now, and that was one of the most important moments in my life because I sat on those rocks for a couple hours to catch my breath, yes, but also I was just thinking, I'm like, what happened? This is my home break. This is where I learned to serve. I've caught all the best ways of my life here, and now I almost drowned. And so 
I made the decision that that would never happen again. I would go on the journey to figure out ways to stay in shape for surfing out of the water. So, and that was almost 10 years ago and now I'm in the best shape of my life and I've never had that problem since. Um, when I look back at that now as a great opportunity because it was a clean slate. Like I had this false idea about how strong I was, how the endurance I had, all that stuff. And so I was surfing on ego, thinking I could paddle out on these good swells without staying ready. And so in that moment when I was faced to think, oh man, I might be drowning, it really changed uh, my perspective about what I needed to be the best me. So that really changed everything. That started Hydro Mind. So that so I started looking, how can I improve my paddle strength? And I would ask people. I asked a lot of surfers that I knew. I searched a lot of forums online. Um, social media wasn't huge back then. And there was basically nothing, zero information. The bad advice I got was all you need to do is push-ups. All you need to do is pull-ups. All you need to do is sprints. All that stuff is incomplete. So I'll give you uh, the Cliff Notes version of exactly what paddle strength is. So first, you gotta have the muscles. And it's muscles in your hand, your wrist, your forearm, your triceps, your shoulders, your back, and your core all working together as a system. You don't wanna work them all out individually because that would take hours, but our bodies work in movement patterns. So you wanna train the movement of the paddle stroke, both the power stroke, pulling through the water, and lifting your hand up out of the water and bringing it forward, the return stroke. So you gotta have all those. So that is more weight, and you wanna use the right resistance. If you use too much resistance, too heavy of a weight, you'll, you'll put on too much mass and that'll kill your endurance. If you put on, or if you use too little of weight, you'll just waste your time. So that's more waves. Number one, most important foundational. Number two is better waves, how to catch better waves. So I've been working on the paddle strength, developing all these systems to train the paddle strength at home, and I took a trip to Costa Rica with my family. I was, uh, or just my wife at the time, I didn't have kids, and I was, surfing great the first couple of days on medium-sized waves and I was catching all the waves, paddle strength was good, but then when the swell got up, we're at this place called Dominical and there, uh, on the charts it was showing a big swell coming. So we got there the morning of the swell and it was big, it was big and there's a lot of people there like um, for the swell and there's only a couple of people paddling out, a couple of local dudes and it was really big. So I'm sitting there like, well I came all this way, I'm in Costa Rica, I got my board so I'm like screw it, I'm gonna paddle out. One of the hardest paddles of my life Took me. I got washed into shore uh, two or three times, and then finally, when I made the paddle out, um, I got into a riptide, and it ripped me out way, way past the break. I was gone, so I paddled perpendicular to the rip, or parallel to the shore. Got across. It probably took me 45 minutes to an hour to get out of the rip and back to the break. And then, as I'm getting closer to shore, the swell had picked up even more, and there was literal freaking houses of water rolling underneath me. And I was like, oh shit. I remember thinking like, what am I doing out here? And um, I didn't have the breath training. So I had the paddle strength, so I was able to paddle off, but I didn't have the breath all the time. I didn't have that fuel. So paddle strength is the vehicle, breath is oxygen is our fuel. And I wasn't optimizing my, anything to do with my breathing. So anyways, I, so to get back to shore, I gotta go through the break. So I, I just paddle through and again, caught inside, got, freaking lit up. I took so many waves in the head. I couldn't even count. There were so many and I don't know how my leash didn't break because when I was being held underwater, my leash was being pulled so hard that it injured my hip and I was limping for days afterwards. But anyways, just a long story short, took that beating, ended up back on shore and I got back on shore. My wife's like, why are you out so far? Because I got pulled out by the rip. Anyways, that was years ago now and that just gave me the next lesson that I needed. I needed to have the breath training, I need to have the oxygen. And so just another Cliff Notes version of what breath training means for surfers. 
I describe it like this, optimizing the oxygen pathway. You have the intake. So that's getting the oxygen in, out of the atmosphere into your lungs by taking proper big inhales with your belly to fill your lungs as much as possible. So that's having a strong breathing pattern. So that, and then the next one is distribution. So that's uh, your heart pumping oxygen rich blood through your arteries. So it's distribution through your body to get it through there efficiently. So having a strong heart. Number three is absorption. This has to do with tolerances to gases. So it's to be able to have a high tolerance to CO2 in order to dilate your blood vessels so oxygen can get out of your blood and into your muscles. It's called the Bohr effect. I won't go too deep on that now. We'll cover that in a later episode, but that's the three steps. So you have the intake, distribution, and absorption. You have to have all three. If, if you're missing one, then the oxygen won't be delivered to your muscles and it won't matter. So breath training is basically that. And you can also add breath holding onto that. So that's a whole big world, something that I'm super passionate about and I got tons to share about that. So I'll just leave it there for now. Number three is longevity. So I always talk about wave multipliers, strength, endurance, um, injury prevention, how you can multiply the amount of waves you catch, how fast you can recover between hold downs, between paddle outs. But the ultimate wave multiplier is uh, health and longevity. So if you can add 10, 20 years onto the back end of your surf career by living a healthy lifestyle now, but making good life choices now, then that is, you can, whatever your wave count is, you can multiply that by 10 if you add years onto it. And there's nothing sadder than someone who used to surf because they got too busy to stay in shape and now they are just storytellers. The, the, the Uncle Rico's of your local, you know, like I, I used to do this, do that. I don't want that to be you and I definitely don't want that to be me. Nothing is sadder in my opinion than seeing even my peers now, I'm 37, or th- sorry, I'm 35, and um, seeing my peers uh, lose their, Uh, fitness and then not be able to participate in these great swells and another big thing about longevity so i got two little kids now right now they're three and three months and they're only getting more energy so i'm trying to redefine the dad bod i got lots of people that are saying oh the oh I, i rock my dad bod proudly because they're out of shape and they're just like accepting it well, I think the dad bod should mean you got these kids that are getting more and more energy, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So you should be doing the same. Your energy level should be going up, not down. And so that's what I'm passionate about now. I want to be, so when my kid is going to be 20, I'm going to be in like 55. So I want to be out there shredding those swells when the, all the time. I don't want to miss any of that stuff. I want to go on all the trips. I want to teach them all about the ocean. So I'm making sure. So longevity is something I'm huge on. That has a lot to do with nutrition, mobility, um, uh, that's a big topic, so I'll leave that one there. So longevity is another thing that I'm super passionate about. And then number four is personal development. This is one I'm so into. This is lessons from the ocean. Um, I commonly say this as how the ocean turn teaches the laws of health, success, and happiness. And if you break those down, health is the body, success is the mind, and happiness is the soul. So you, there, I, there's certain lessons you can learn like when I almost drowned the first time that taught me humility and respect and these laws these lessons are as real and repeatable as any universal law such as gravity so if you are in Canada and you an apple falls out of tree out of the tree it'll fall to earth and hit the ground same thing as if it happens in Asia same thing with humility and respect. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you are. If you have a surfboard, if you have access to the ocean, you can have these lessons. And so I always, always, I'm specific to say that I didn't 
create these laws. This isn't some system of mind. This is either universal laws that we all have access to. I've just recognized them and I put them forward because part of learning from these uh, lessons is you have to recognize them, but you have to be open to receive them too. So laws of health, fitness stuff, laws of success, mind stuff. So things, mind stuff are really, really important. So that's uh, things like patience. So learning how to wait for waves that has a huge carryover into your normal life. Persistence, something I call forced persistence. Cause you'll, you'll hear people talk about success, um, like uh, motivational speakers talking about you gotta be persistent. But forced persistence is something a little different because if you're out there paddling and you're getting held down and slammed, you are forced to persist because really, if you don't, if you stop holding your breath, if you, if you stop fighting, you could die. You could drown. So forced persistence, something that has, again, massive carryover to regular life when you, if you're um, into personal development. And then the third one is uh, the spiritual side of it. And that, the humility and respect can be kind of tied into that success part, but it really slips into the spirituality part because having that um, respect for that uh, and that awe of uh, what's out there, the power uh, can really help develop your spiritual connection too. And I think of it as a more of a, like a love connection with the ocean, having a relationship with the ocean that is, um, it's more, instead of being adversarial, like if you're out of shape and you have the wrong mindset, your relationship with the ocean can be bad. You can have bad experiences and you can not receive these lessons. But if you have a love relationship for the ocean, it changes everything. So more on spirituality later, but that's a big topic as well. That's something that I love. And so that's what I think about when I'm, uh, talking about uh, personal development as it relates to the ocean. So how the ocean teaches the laws of health, success, and happiness. And the last one is freedom. So this is the journey I'm on right now. So I said before that the ultimate wave multiplier is adding more time, right? But there's something else, something that trumps that even. And, and you may, it may seem unrelated to surfing, but to me, freedom is, I talked it was about time and location freedom. So right now I have a full-time job. So I only travel on my vacation days to go surf where my job is away from the ocean. But I, I, I've built this business. I've been doing it for a few years now and it's starting to grow fast, like really, really fast. And so I'm at the point where I'm making as much as my day job, but I have a mortgage. I'm actually in a contract with this company so I can't just leave. So my goal is to build this up to the point where I have time and location freedom through my business so my business will support me, my family, my lifestyle, so we can travel, surf, all that stuff. So at this point right now, I'm unable to quit my job because I'm not quite there yet, but I'm super, super close. So I'm gonna take you on that journey too, about all my business successes and all this stuff. So there's something really, really important. So when I started HydroMind, I had these paddle systems and they worked, they were, I knew that they worked and I knew there's so many people that had them. I'd go to surf camps and things like that and I'd meet people who struggled with the paddle strength. I'm like, oh, you can do this. Here's this paddle strength system and they loved it and it always worked because it's paddle simulation, it always worked. So I figured I just put it out there and all of a sudden everyone would buy it and it'd just go crazy and that wasn't the case because it takes a certain amount of skill in order to get someone to exchange money with you and believe that you can help them. So I had to learn marketing and so, I wasn't able to sell one. As soon as I learned marketing, um, I was able to sell lots and that changed all the people who received these programs and also changed, be, has begun to change my life as well. So I really want to focus on that too because I want to help you, however, maybe get time and location freedom, the ultimate way of multipliers. So you can, if you have kids, you can spend more time with your kids, you can go on the trips and you can catch the waves. Um, so those are the five pillars of uh, surf lifestyle design, more waves, better waves, longevity, personal development, and freedom. So one thing I want to point out here before I go, 
let you go um, is I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm a super ordinary guy. I have a full-time job. I got a wife. I got two little kids and I've had the highs and lows of binge eating, being out of shape, getting rocked, um, having low confidence and I've built it all back just through um, a love for the ocean. Um, and so I don't, there's nothing special about me. The only reason that I know all this stuff and have all this information is because I was getting rocked out in the ocean and I wasn't willing to accept that. I wasn't willing to give up my passion so I just stuck with it. So I had a goal to figure out how to stay in shape for surfing, so how to thrive in the ocean no matter what your situation is. So I got the information and I want to give it to you and I want you to know that no matter what your situation is, you can have high level surfing no matter what. And that's what I want to give to you. So that's what this podcast is about. Surf lifestyle design, enjoying the ocean, being your best self. So my name is Kyle Ross. This is the Hydro Mind Podcast, episode one. I got so much information to share on all of these topics. And the reason I'm starting a podcast is because the best way to convey this information is through audio, long form audio. It didn't make sense to have um, blog posts or anything else. Anyways, this is the best form for me to take you along the journey to give you all the information I know so far and all the things I learned going forward. Again, my name is Kyle Russ. This is the Hydro Mind Podcast, Surf Lifestyle Design. If you like it, please share it with a friend, um, take a screenshot of it, tag uh, Hydro Mind uh, on your Instagram stories, tell your friends and tell your mama. Thanks a lot for watching episode one. Stay tuned because we're going to be doing a lot of this.